Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app today to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. What makes a life a good one? Is it the adventure you have? Or the friends you find along the way? Maybe it's pursuing your passion while striving to protect, defend, and save what you believe in every single day. So, what makes a life a good one? In the Coast Guard, we think it's all of the above and more. But you'll have to find out for yourself. Visit GoCoastGuard.com to learn more. The following podcast is a Dear Media production. Hi, I'm Dr. Will Cole, leading functional medicine expert and best-selling author. This podcast is the manifesto for a new breed of health seekers. This is the art of being well. What is up, everyone? It's Dr. Will Cole, and welcome to the art of being well. I am a leading functional medicine practitioner. I get to consult people around the world via webcam at my functional medicine telehealth center. I actually started one of the world's first functional medicine telehealth centers, over a decade ago. So telehealth's been my focus for my entire career. So this show, The Art of Being Well, is an outpouring of my relentless love and passion for functional medicine, health, wellness, nutrition. Welcome home, if that's your jam, because that's what we get to explore. Each episode is a deep dive, a discussion, a curious conversation about different facets of wellness. And I've written a few books about these topics as well. Ketotarian is my first book. Second book is called The Inflammation Spectrum. And my newest book is called Intuitive Fasting. You can check out all the information about the telehealth center, my clinical work, or the books all at drwillcole.com. That's D-R-W-I-L-L-C-O-L-E.com. Let's get to today's brilliant, super intelligent guest, my friends, if you love labs, if you love biomarkers and wanting to get objective data on your health and understanding labs and which labs to run and what labs are the best to learn about your health, this conversation is for you. Today's conversation is with Dr. Gil Blander. Dr. Gil Blander received his PhD in biology from the Weizmann Institute of Science. He was actually in Professor Moshe Oren's lab and undertook postgraduate research on aging at MIT. An expert in nutrition, biomarker analytics, athletic performance, biochemistry, and aging research, Gil holds numerous patents and has published peer-reviewed articles in these fields. Gil is the founder and CSO of Inside Tracker, a personalized health and performance analytics company created by a team of scientists, physicians, nutritionists, and exercise physiologists from MIT, 
Harvard, and Tufts University. The Inside Tracker platform tracks and analyzes key biochemical and physiological markers, then applies sophisticated algorithms and large scientific databases to determine personalized optimal zones for each marker. So that's what we talk about in functional medicine is optimal, not average. And that's what Inside Tracker does. So I know as a functional medicine practitioner, I realize that not everybody's looking for a functional medicine doctor right now in their life. But what I am an advocate for as a functional medicine practitioner is for people to learn about their health and have objective data, to be curious about their health, to have agency over their health. But you have to know what you're dealing with to optimize it. You have to know what you're up against to do something about it. And that's what we learn about today with my conversation with Dr. Gil Blander. Gil, thank you so much for being on The Art of Being Well. Thank you so much for inviting me. And I said before we started recording, my, my favorite accent in the world is an Israeli accent, and I want to take yours. <laughs> <laughs> and I will be more than happy to give it to you. So <laughs> we have a deal. <laughs> I love what you guys are doing at Inside Tracker. It's super smart, super innovative, and I want people to learn about it. So let's get into it. How did Inside Tracker come to be? How did you get into the space of, of labs and diagnostics? Yeah, that's a, actually a long story. It's get, taking me back to Israel. So you'll hear some uh, Israeli story. So at a very young age, my aunt passed away from uh, cancer. And then I suddenly realized that I'm not immortal. And I started to, to think, how can we live forever? How can we delay the onset of aging-related diseases? How can we improve the quality of life? So from that age, I decided to dedicate my life for that. And that's why I studied biology, and that's why I done my PhD at the Weizmann Institute of Science in Israel. And also that's why I moved to the US, and I moved to MIT and basically joined the best labs that studied aging in the world and basically done some research there. And during that time at MIT, I realized that maybe being in the academia is not the best way to help humanity, but maybe I should start my own company. So I started to work in a few biopharmaceutical companies in the Cambridge area. Cambridge is the town that MIT located next to Boston. And after a couple of years, I came together with a couple of other scientists with the idea of Inside Tracker. And the idea is very simple. Let's have help people to live longer, better life based on what's happening inside our body. Our assumption is that everyone is unique. And we can know what, how unique you are only if we look inside your body. So at the beginning, we looked at the blood, but currently we're also looking at your DNA and data from your physiological markers, such as the activity tracker data. Then we looked at you and give you a, a nice picture. I would call it a 4K definition picture of your body. And based on that, we can then tell you what food you should eat, what supplement you should take, what exercise to do, and what lifestyle changes to perform in order to optimize your body and hopefully live longer, better life. Mm, I love that. So as a functional medicine practitioner, and I run a telehealth center, that's my main 11 hours a day. I'm consulting people online and I'm looking at labs all day long. But I realized as a functional medicine practitioner, that not everybody's at the point of their health journey where they need a functional medicine doctor or they just want to learn about their health. And then I get to see amazing tools like Inside Tracker when they come into a consult and I get to see all the data because they got it for themselves. So whether they use functional medicine or they're just looking to have agency over their health for themselves to learn 
about their health. I think it's great information that people can learn about their health. But can you talk about the difference between Inside Tracker and the data that's got from there versus a traditional blood test? That's a great question. So first, we're starting with the same starting material. So basically, the data that come to us is the data from Quest Diagnostic, which is the lab that most of the physicians are using. So the quality of the data, the starting material is very similar. What we are doing then, we are basically showing you a picture of how your blood is uh, staying, comparing to the normal, which also the physician will show you. But on top of that, we added what we call optimal range. And the optimal range is optimal for you based on your age and gender and ethnicity and athletic activity. So basically, if the normal range is like that, the optimal range is much narrower. And what we are trying to do, and I assume that you as a, yourself as a functional medicine, uh, medicine uh, practitioner, uh, you don't only want to fix someone that is broken, we want to allow someone that is not broken yet to stay unbroken. That's our goal, basically. Let's maintain you in a good way. Don't uh, force you to go and uh, have some operation on you. So the optimal range allows you to have a goal to be even better than the normal. And that's, again, uh, uh, derived from a peer-reviewed scientific publication and a lot of data that we have in our uh, database that we can come and say, because you are a male, because you are athletic active, because you are uh, living in this area of the country, that's, that's the optimal for you. And then we are uh, giving you tools of how can you take, let's assume that uh, your glucose is out of the normal and also out of the optimal. How can we bring you into that? So basically we develop a database of uh, food, supplement, exercise, and lifestyle changes recommendation that will allow you to get into that. We have around 3,500 different recommendations and based on uh, data from your blood, DNA, activity tracker, questionnaire, a lot of questions that we ask you, we assign to you the best recommendation that's good for you. And then hopefully you follow that. We also develop a, a mobile app that uh, giving you a nice engagement and you can check in and you can uh, learn more information. If you want to, you can even click on the recommendation and read the peer-reviewed scientific publication that we extract the recommendation from. If you want to, you can read the blog. We are also, if you need to consume a supplement, we are giving you a few options of supplement that you can take. We are not selling the supplement and we don't want to make money on the supplement, but we want to give you the best service. So the idea is to give you the best services possible to start from knowing nothing about yourself to knowing a lot about yourself, intervene, and then hopefully check again and show whether you improve it or not. And usually because we are so complex machine, Let's assume that your glucose uh, became in the normal or optimal. I assume that one of the other markers will go out. So then let's fix that and then do it again and again. And I really like the analogy of the car. So every 5,000 miles or so, you take the car to the technician. The technician plug a, a computer into the car. And the computer telling the technician exactly what's wrong in the car. The technician doing whatever he need to do. And then the car is good for another 5,000 miles. Research showed that uh, since they incorporate this maintenance in the 80s, the lifespan of the car increased significantly. So what we are trying to do now is very similar. Now, again, you cannot plug a computer to your brain yet, but you can plug a needle into your vein, extract liquid gold, it's called blood. This blood will tell us exactly what are the issues that you have in your body. We'll give you an intervention plan. You will uh, follow that. And then a few months later, we'll test again and uh, we'll find what are the issue, and hopefully you will continue to do that. So it's uh, not a silver bullet. It's a process that you need to do again and again and again. And hopefully if you will follow that, 
there is a good chance that uh, you will live longer, better life. Yeah. And just to be clear on this, you do not need a doctor for Inside Tracker. That's the, what I love about it for people to have, be empowered to learn about themselves. Because so many people, they are so disconnected from their health and they, they don't even really are, they're not curious enough to find out. So I think it's a great educational tool for people and to be a little bit more specific on the things that they need to work on. And we all have different sets of things. At the same time, I love when I get patients coming in for consults online that have inside tracker data because you are looking at optimal, not average. And you're not just looking at that reference range, but you're looking at optimal range, which that's exactly what we do in functional medicine. We're looking at where does vibrant wellness reside? Where does optimal health reside? Which I'm so glad that you guys provide that information and educate people with it. So each lab is a snapshot in time. A lot of times people think, well, that's it. That you get tested and, and that's your number. But the reality is our body is constantly and dynamically being changed, especially when you have a ma- uh, interventions and lifestyle changes. So can you talk a little bit about why it's so important to test more than once and not just go one and done? Yeah, sure. That's a, that's a great question. So one test is one point. And if you try to plot it in a graph, you cannot make a graph from one point. It can go up, down, left, right. You don't know. When you test another test, suddenly you have two points. So two points, you can connect the graph. But again, it's a, a just two connection. And you don't know if the trend, if the next one will be a linear or a not linear. So I think that the minimum to, to have is a three point that to show you the trend. And without that, it's very uh, hard to know uh, where you are going. In addition to that, as, ma- as many times as th- that you are testing, you know what is your baseline. Basically, you know what is the range, uh, what is the size of the code for you for a specific marker. Is it that? Is it that? Is it that? So if you don't have that, you won't know if suddenly you have a one time that the, that the value is jumping too much higher or too much lower. But then when you have that, it's very, very easy to see something that's jumping out of the range that you're supposed to see. And then you can come say, oh, alarm is on, something is wrong. So I think that it's so important to do that, especially when you are young and healthy, because that will show you what is the point that something happened. And then, as we discussed before, you can intervene early. And instead of having a, a complex operation or be hospitalized for a, a month in the hospital, you can still maybe solve it by changing your lifestyle or your nutrition. And that's big. Yeah, definitely. So you mentioned about the interpretation of the labs. You're looking and showing people based off of them where the optimal range is, not just a statistical bell curve average of people who go to labs. So you're looking at optimal, vibrant wellness so you can as the person that's getting the lab, find out where they're at so they can get there. But you're also running more comprehensive labs. You're looking at biomarkers that aren't typically ran on your traditional doctor's visit. Can you talk about some of the labs that they would get on Inside Tracker and learn about their health that they probably wouldn't get on your standard conventional lab? Yeah, yeah sure. So even there's some uh, vitamin that uh, one of them is very in fashion right now, like vitamin D, especially with COVID. Not every physician will give you that value because sometimes the health insurance won't cover that. So it can start with as simple as vitamin D. There is another vitamin called vitamin B12 that in the majority of the cases it's not tested. And especially in veggie eaters, you might have a low vitamin B12. Also, older adults usually have low B12 because our gut 
is not as uh, sufficient to metabolize it as it is for younger people. So uh, vitamin B12 is another good example. And then there are some markers that are, I might call them the more exciting one, like some hormones. Testosterone is a great example. Every male would like to know what is his testosterone level. And most of the physicians won't test it, again, because the healthcare won't cover it. Another one which is uh, very interesting is the stress hormone, cortisol. The majority of us don't know what is our uh, level of stress hormone. And currently in our society that we are so stressed, we are looking at the phone all the time, we are reading news at uh, 11 p.m., we're watching TV and, uh, and so on, we, we are getting uh, very stressed. So it's very good to know whether you are stressful or not. And then we have some uh, markers that uh, focus on specific area. One of them is inflammation. Another one is iron. In those areas, not always you receive all of those markers. For example, in iron, the majority of the user doesn't receive level of a marker called ferritin, which is a very important marker for uh, iron metabolism. And without that, it's very hard to know whether you are anemic or not, whether you are uh, re-anemic. So that's a marker that uh, uh, most of the time physicians are not testing. And especially in athletic active population, and specifically in athletic active women, that are below 50, you can see a high a chance to be low in ferritin. And if you're low in ferritin, your uh, athletic performance will compromise, but also the performance in, the, in your work, or if you are a student, uh, your performance at school. So that's a, a marker that uh, usually is not tested by physician. And then we are looking, as I said, some markers that related to athletic uh, performance. Uh, one is uh, called creatine kinase which is a marker of uh, muscle damage. So when you exercise, when you overexercise, your muscles started to break down and creatine kinase leak into the bloodstream. And when you have high level of uh, creatine kinase, that's mean that you have uh, muscle damage. Interestingly, some other marker that actually called liver enzyme also co-occur with that. So sometimes the uh, high liver enzyme level doesn't mean that you have a liver problem, but uh, you actually have a muscle problem. I think that the liver enzyme are also interesting. A lot of them are actually tested by a, a normal physician, but not always, the interpretation is not always the right one. So they are waiting for a big jump, but actually a small jump can show that you are drinking too much alcohol or uh, you are eating too much fat or uh, a lot of other, or you're taking too many supplements or too many uh, drugs. So I think that uh, looking at it holistically is what is unique about InstaTracker. Look at uh, 42 blood biomarker, try to combine them together and have a high definition picture of your body. That's, that's the uniqueness of InstaTracker. I love that. And you talk about these numbers that are, are so important and there's so much evidence in the scientific literature to say what the importance of it, of why we should want to know these numbers for ourselves. And it's always interesting to me as a clinician how I hear that all the time. Well, my doctor doesn't won't run vitamin D for me or they won't, they won't run ferritin for me or these basic hormone tests because, I, like you said, the system doesn't cover it. So it's all about insurance industry. And, and they really, I think that largely the way that even if they did run them and it was covered, oftentimes there's not a solution for it within the standard model of care because they're just giving out medications for people. And there's not always medications for some of these things that you're talking about. They're improved upon and supported through lifestyle changes and adjusting the things that we do. I guess that's a bigger conversation than what, we, what we're here for today to talk about these amazing labs. But something you touched upon 
that is so important and one of the, I see it on an almost hourly basis is low ferritin. That's such an important point here is that ferritin's not ran typically, even if they run an iron panel, they don't always include ferritin. And low ferritin, I, I oftentimes see exactly what you said. People with fatigue, people with brain fog, trouble with school or work or paying attention, like word recall and name recall issues, energy issues, and hair loss as well, and performance, just able to, to function throughout the day. I love that you guys look at ferritin. And again, it's it's about looking at the optimal, not just the average, depending on if you're cycling female or not. We want to, I mean, for most people, I like ferritin around 80. I don't know the exact optimal ranges that you use, but I mean, when you talk about hormonal health, that's the goal, at least around there. So can you talk about, what I love about Inside Tracker is that I see so many people that have all these maybe great information from direct-to-consumer labs, right? They're looking at their, maybe their microbiome with an at-home stool test that they ordered online, or they have some lab that they ordered through saliva testing, but then they get these data sheets and they don't have any action step off of it. They just are like, oh, this is kind of overwhelming. I don't really know what to do about this information. And it's just like adds to the pile of things that they've tried to figure out answers because there's no follow through. And labs are amazing data, but we don't want to just add to your pile of labs. Let's like do something about it because that's where the actual improvement of your life happens. The lab is the pointer, not the solution. So, so can you give people an example of they get the labs done, they get the data back. Like what are some of the things that you're uh, guiding people to have agency over their health for? Yeah, I, I think that it's a very good point first about uh, more data is not necessarily better. And uh, a good example is I know, Fitbit or Apple Watch. Uh, so you, you have all the data and you I know that I done 10,000 steps. So so what? Is it good? Is it bad? What does it mean? Is the, <laughs> like, okay, I, I get a lot of data, but what can I do with that? So uh, we really think that we need to make it simpler and clearer to the user what does it mean. So first, when you receive the data, we are showing to you a graph of each of the blood biomarkers. And as I said, is it a normal, optimal, or out of the completely normal? In addition to that, we also combine them into groups. So you discuss ferritin, but ferritin is one of around 10 markers related to iron metabolism. So we condense all of them to one group that we call iron metabolism. And then we are coming and giving you a, a summary and saying iron metabolism is uh, high, low, or, uh, or good. And then you can come and uh, select a goal. So you can basically build an action plan. And the action plan can be what I like the most is overall health. I want to look at all my body, all the 42 blood biomarkers, and find how can I optimize myself. That's one. But you can come and say, I want to sleep better. I want to run faster. I want to lose weight. I want to sleep better. I, I want to improve my cognition. And we have like 15 uh, goals like that. Those goals are connected to the biomarker. So basically you have the goal and below that you have a subset of biomarkers that connected to that. Based on the biomarkers, based on your goal and based on the question that we're asking you, we are starting to understand you better. And then we're coming with an action plan. And the action plan can give you between one to, I don't know, 20, depending on the situation that the best recommendation for you, based on all the information that you know about you, and if you recall from before, we have a database of 3,500 recommendations, but we can compile it into only the one to five that best for you, very personalized. And then you can start following those recommendations. 
And the recommendation can be uh, eat more oatmeal or maybe eat more red meat because your ferritin is low. But maybe you shouldn't add, eat more uh, red meat because maybe your cholesterol is high and your ferritin is low. So let's give you a different uh, intervention. We are giving you a lot of options of nutrition. So if you look at uh, the USDA, you have a database of uh, nutrition. There are 8,000 different food items available to us today. If you look at the average American in an average week, we consume only 20 of them. So basically, we have a universe of that, and we are consuming that. Worse than that, almost all of us consume the same food. We eat uh, chicken, and uh, egg, and uh, dairy, and uh, I don't know, uh, tomato and potato. But there are 8,000 of those. So one uh, thing that we really want to do is to educate the population and show them that it's not only that. You have 8,000. So first, let's try to introduce you to them. But more importantly, Let's introduce you to the food that, is, uh, uh, that are good for you. Basically, let's uh, make food as a drug of choice. Let's move the drug cabinet from the bathroom to the refrigerator, okay? So we, we are doing that, and, uh, and a lot of time when I'm talking with our customer, they are amazed and say, hey, I didn't know that uh, blueberry is my um, superfood, or I didn't know that uh, a specific grain is uh, my superfood. I, I didn't know that walnut is better uh, for me than uh, hazelnut. So we, we can give you a, a lot of uh, visibility of what are the foods that are best for you. Uh, and then you have this action plan. And in the action plan, we are giving you a lot of tools to follow them. So we have something that we call a wellness score. Every time that you check in, your wellness score is going up. Every time that you're not checking in, your wellness score is going down. So basically... We try to give you incentive to check in. We also done, uh, we connected those activity tracker into the, the app in a way that, uh, let's assume that I told you to do endurance exercise five times a week. So because you have the activity tracker, it's automatically recorded into our application. So we know automatically whether you've done it or not. So we call it auto check-in. People are lazy. I don't like to go and check in every day. So we are using that to, uh, to remove the burden from you. And then you get a lot of statistics, what you've done, what you haven't done, how can you do better? Also, the data from the activity tracker can give us a bit more visibility about you. Because if you think about the input that we are having, you have DNA, which is a once in a lifetime. Unless you have cancer, your DNA is the same. Then you have blood that is uh, between one to two times a year, let's say. And then you have the activity tracker that gives you a data every day. So the data from the activity tracker can give us an understanding about your sleep, resting heart rate, and other. And there is a correlation between them and the blood. So basically, we are connecting the blood DNA and activity tracker together. And then the action plan can be changing all the time based on how you slept last night. So for example, let's assume that you had a bad uh, sleep last night. You will wake up in the morning, will receive a protein from Mr. Tracker, and say, hey, Will, you had a, a bad night last night. But that's fine. Don't worry. Instant Tracker now will help you to get ready for the next night. Because for me, the day is the preparation for the next night. That's how I see it. So don't forget, uh, uh, we know that you go to sleep at uh, 10.55. So at 8.55, start wearing the uh, blue light blocking glasses. Or uh, do a meditation five minutes before, whatever. We have a battery for combination. And then hopefully the next night you sleep better. So... We are trying to combine all of that together, the blood, which is medical level, but also the activity tracker have a value. It's not only 10,000 steps. There is a lot of data there, but let's make it actionable. That's what we are trying to do. 
This is really smart. You're lifting that lab data and like bringing it into like, well, what do I do with this information? How does it impact my life? And you're using the activity tracker and giving people guidance and it's tracking their daily activity. And then the recommendations, the lifestyle plan will evolve as they take action on their health. Is, is that, am I understanding that correctly? Yeah, correct. And, and that's what I'm talking about, the feedback loop. So basically you have a feedback loop every few months of the blood, which is, I call it a mountain because there is so much excitement. I know a lot of people that a week before they are getting tested, they're starting to behave nicely, to eat better. And it's exactly before, I don't, I don't know if you go to your hygienist in the dentist that's cleaning your teeth. So most of people don't do the flossing, but a week before you start to floss just to, <laughs> to make hair happy. Um, so it's the same here. People are uh, it's nervous, and when they receive the result, it's like, oh, it's a big reveal. But the data from the activity tracker is a smaller, it's not a mountain, it's a small hill, but it's a daily hill. So basically giving you an excitement, a big excitement once in a while, and a smaller excitement over the way, because if we won't have this excitement, we will get bored. We are, uh, <laughs> we are creatures that like news all the time. We are running after the news. And uh, so let's try to give you a news, just a, a good news or a bad news, that will make you more engaged to take care of the most important machine that you have. It's, your, it's yourself. And uh, that's what we are trying to do. Wow, I love it. You've touched upon it, but I want to go back to it. You, is that Inside Tracker doesn't just look at blood and all those amazing biomarkers that we've touched upon, but you also cover and investigate, look at, measure DNA markers. So what happens when you're looking at both those things, the blood biomarkers and the DNA, and what do we learn when we get the DNA part of the test? Yeah, so a lot of companies uh, are looking more about coming from Europe or coming from Yemen or what, what is basically your origin. What we are trying to do is uh, combine the blood and the DNA together. So for example, we can uh, we develop a score that telling you whether you have a high risk or low risk to have high glucose. And then uh, you're starting to look at the, if you look at the graph, you have someone that have high risk to have high glucose by DNA, but also have high glucose. Versus someone that have high risk to have high glucose, but they actually have optimal glucose. So we, I see the DNA like a card. If you go to the casino and receive a card, sometimes you get a great card, sometimes you get a crappy card. So if you have a low odds to have high glucose, you got a great card, okay? Now the question is, how do you play the, those cards, correct? You can play them very well and then maintain it in a low, but you can don't play them well, basically eat, eat bad and uh, not exercise and uh, drink a lot of alcohol and don't sleep at all, and then your glucose in the blood will be high. So basically we are combining in the way they're saying, okay, that's your uh, destiny. And then based on the destiny, let's see what, how do you play with that? What do you do? I love that. So I know you talk a lot about chronological age and biological age, and I'm fascinated by that and the science around it. So can you tell people what the difference between the two are and, and why is it important for us to know this? Yeah, so chronological age is basically the how old you are based on the day that you were born. Biological age is something that uh, scientists are working a lot on that, and there are a lot more and more publication. Basically, you're trying to estimate the age based on data that is a biological data. So it can be blood biomarkers, some other looking at some modification of the DNA, some other looking at uh, the telomere lengths. And then based on that, we can estimate your age. What is nice about that is that it's a, it's a nice unbiased way 
to come and say what's happening inside your body. Because I've seen a lot of people that are looking great from the outside, but inside they don't look well. And that's mean that uh, they might be good now, but in 10 years they will get uh, uh, very sick. So looking at those markers, we can actually predict, try to predict what, happen, what will happen in your body later. So we are looking at, uh, today we're looking at around 18 biomarkers like that, blood biomarkers like that. Those biomarkers are either going up with age or going down with age. For example, glucose is going up with age. So every uh, year that you get older, on average, people are having higher glucose. And at the end, if it will continue like that, they will become diabetic, maybe maybe at the age of 60, maybe at the age of 200, depending on the slope of the graph, as we discussed before. Then you have uh, testosterone is another example. Every male losing around 1% to 2% on average of, of testosterone with every year that he's getting older. So basically, if we will take the glucose that's going up, the question is, based on your chronological age, are you above the line or below the line? If you are above the line, that means that you are older for glucose than what you're supposed to be. If you are below the line, that means that you are younger for glucose than what you were supposed to be. Then we combine all of that together and we're giving you the inner age. What is nice about it, it's combined, it's trying to give you an holistic picture of your body. And then also it's giving you a plan what can you do in order to optimize your inner age? So we're, again, we are looking at all those markers together and telling you, hey, you need to eat more of that or less than that. You need to take this supplement or stop taking this supplement and so on. And what's amazing is when they are retesting, I'm assuming you will be able to see, um, people can see as their health improves, their biological age improves. Sometimes it's as easy as that. Some people, it's harder for them. And they actually, it's, it's not improving. So they can adjust and they try a different intervention. Uh, some people are actually not doing what they're supposed to do, and then their uh, inner age is going higher. So it's it's depend on the and the person. And uh, again, as I said before, the insult tracker is not a silver bullet. You need to work hard, and you uh, we're giving you recommendations that are not always easy recommendations to do, but that's the best recommendation, the best value uh, for your investment. And I, I see it as a, exactly as a, a car that you have. If you feed the car that you have in the right gasoline, it will go well. But if you give him a gasoline that is not in the grade that it's supposed to use, then it won't drive well, and maybe it won't live long enough. So we need to know exactly what is the gasoline for me. My gasoline might be very different than your gasoline. Mm, Bio-individuality, heart of what we do in functional medicine. I'm curious, your years of starting Inside Tracker, looking all this data and making this data digestible, for the average consumer, I'm curious how your health journey has evolved. Has it evolved? Has it changed at all since you started the company? Like, what are some interesting things that you know now that you didn't know when you first got into this industry? Yeah, it's it's a lot. It's amazing uh, what you learn. Uh, I was surprised when I started. I seem like uh, most of us that my vitamin D was low. But I decided, I said, okay, let's say, let's make a, an experiment. And I decided to eat fish for breakfast, lunch, and dinner for a few months. I done it, and then I tested again, and my vitamin D didn't move at all. So then I started and said, okay, let's try to supplement with what the physician recommends, which is around 400 IU vitamin D. And he haven't moved at all as well. So I went to 1,000 1, and didn't move. And then 2,000 started to move. And then I, I found that for someone like me, it's around 5,000. I learned a lot about the balance of uh, my vitamin D. I also learned that uh, my glucose is good, uh, considered uh, for physician, but it's not optimal. 
So I'm trying a lot of experiment. How can I uh, uh, take him down? And I'm taking him down and then it's going up again, again, still in the normal range. But I'm trying to play with that to maintain myself in the normal range, uh, sorry, optimal range and not get into the pre-diabetic range. So I'm uh, doing a lot of uh, different uh, intervention, supplement and food and uh, lifestyle. And uh, I started to do some intermittent fasting to, uh, to work on that. I'm doing a lot of uh, experiment to try to optimize that. And recently we had the dose uh, Fitbit. Um, so I'm trying to optimize my sleep and my resting heart rate. And it's, it's really interesting how can you, how the end of one experiment are so important. And it's, it's, it's so interesting, again, to someone like me that uh, might be called the biohacker. It's very interesting to do some experiment and to, uh, to see what, what's happening with them. Yeah, definitely. Well, I, you're in good company here. I think there's a lot of biohackers listening to this show right now. Two things that came to mind that I want to follow up on. One, vitamin D. You and I know how important vitamin D is. And people know, they've heard about vitamin D, but I think sometimes it's it's more abstract on why they should even care about vitamin D. So can you touch a little bit upon just as simple as looking at vitamin D, the real life importance of that? Yeah, so vitamin D uh, is very famous for being uh, extremely important for the formation and maintenance of the bones. And uh, that's, I would say, it's a major role in the body. And that's uh, extremely, extremely important. But on top of that, there are a lot of other data in the literature that show that he's involved in a lot of other uh, activities. One of them that uh, recently came to the news is uh, basically infection, or fighting infection. And the COVID showed that uh, there is a lot of data that show that actually there is a correlation between the level of vitamin D and how well can you fight the COVID. So basically, people that have lower uh, than uh, normal or optimal vitamin D are less efficient in fighting COVID than someone that have higher level of vitamin D. There is also data that show that vitamin D is uh, uh, important for build muscle. Um, also, uh, there is a, a lot of data, and I assume uh, that because of vitamin D is a fat-soluble uh, vitamin, that usually people that uh, have lower vitamin D Usually they are a bit uh, overweight than people that the uh, optimal or normal vitamin D. And I assume that the reason of that is they have more fat cells and then the vitamin D go to the cells instead of being in the bloodstream. So those are some of the activity of vitamin D, but uh, I see more and more evidence that it might be involved also in other activity. There's so much emerging research out of it. I mean, every cell of our body has a vitamin D receptor site. So, I mean, I see it impact people's energy levels again, their mood. I mean, there's so many things. It almost, I mean, it behaves more like a hormone than it does an actual vitamin. It's just such a massively important nutrient. Another thing that you touched on uh, that I want to go back to, I'm curious, you started intermittent fasting. A lot of people on the show love intermittent fasting or at least exploring it and considering it. Well, how do you intermittent fast at this point? What I'm doing is something very simple. Is I'm trying to eat breakfast late. So I would say around 11 and trying not to eat dinner after 6.30. So I'm trying to do like 18.6 or 17.7 whatever. Uh, which is, is which is pretty easy because uh, any other diet you need to think about it all the time. If you think about uh, something that we identify, which is crazy, the average person make around 200 different decisions about nutrition a day, 
should I eat that or should I eat that? Should I eat it at 10 a.m. or 10, 15 a.m.? It's crazy how many decisions we are making about nutrition. If you think about exercise, usually the average American exercise once a day. So should I exercise today? What should I exercise? And that's it. That's the decision. Here you have a lot of decision. So what is nice about the intermittent fasting is that the decision is simple. Okay, I'm stop, I will stop eating now and I will start eating uh, later. So it's a pretty easy uh, decision. Also, there is a lot of data that show that the uh, intermittent fasting is uh, having, uh, I would say, benefit for um, mainly the metabolic-related markers, such as glucose and uh, uh, lipids and so on, uh, but also some uh, good effect on inflammation. It's uh, actually allow our uh, gut to clear up and uh, rest. Also, when you go to sleep, <laughs> not full stomach, it's uh, make your sleep better. So there are, there are a lot of uh, positive effects uh, that have been shown for humans. But if you look at model organism, which I uh, studied significantly at my time at uh, MIT, there is a lot of uh, a positive effect uh, on longevity, especially in model organisms. So uh, there, are the, the, there is a data that shows that mice live longer, uh, fish live longer, uh, and even some monkeys live more longer. So it's uh, definitely a very exciting intervention. Yeah, very much so. I love the science around it. Um, I get so excited, not just the research stuff, but seeing people's labs improve in the positive direction with tools like intermittent fasting. What's next for Inside Tracker? I'm curious, a brilliant mind like yourself, what is exciting you in the research? Is there anything you think that's coming down the, the scientific literature pipeline that's you think is going to be the next big thing when it comes to health and wellness? And like, and how is that informing or is it informing you at Inside Tracker? What do you have in the company coming up soon? So if you think about research, there are a lot of uh, interesting uh, studies about uh, the effect of stem cells on longevity. And uh, it's, it's, it sounds like a, a sci-fi in a way, but uh, today you can take a blind person and uh, add the CRISPR into his eye and suddenly he's, uh, he can uh, see. So a lot of things like that that you can, uh, you can do with uh, stem cells and CRISPRs, which which is a really a crazy, was crazy to think about it a few years ago. And there, there is what I call the Hovas clock. Uh, I assume that you heard about it, that it's a nice way, not, uh, it's an additional way to our inner age to look at uh, how can, uh, what is your age looking at uh, uh, the DNA methylation versus uh, the blood biomarker, which is also very exciting. For me, I think it's uh, what is exciting for me and what I'm trying to go deeper is the nutrition. Because the nutrition is so complex. As I said before, there are 8,000 uh, food items. And doing experimental nutrition are so hard because it's not like uh, taking a drug and saying, okay, you are plus or minus. Because if you add more uh, fat, suddenly then you had to reduce something else. Or you add more blueberry, then uh, what, what, what are you deducting? So I think that all the research about nutrition is very, very complex. And I'm not sure that uh, we spent, we am saying the scientific community, spend enough time and enough resources on the, on the nutrition. So we are trying to do a thing tracker, what we call data science, machine learning, artificial intelligence. Because we have so much data, we can start seeing how is Will, how can we fit Will to some persona? Who is the closest to Will? So when Will coming to us, instead of what I told you before, Gil done an experiment, start with 400, you move to 1,000, 2,000, and then found that 5,000 is good for him. Think about if I can come and say, hey, Will, you are really similar to Gil, so you need to take 5,000 of you. And that's uh, the certainty is like a 95% chance. So doing uh, things like that are, uh, are very exciting for me 
because then I can learn a lot from other people and apply to you and give you a better, uh, easier journey, let's say. You need to do, you will need to do less uh, experiment. The addition of the iPhone and the, uh, all the data available and the cloud computing can allow us to do a lot of things that will make your life, your life easier. And I call it InstaTracker as the guardian uh, angel of health. So let me give you an example. You're walking at the street of uh, Pittsburgh and uh, you are getting into a restaurant. So immediately you receive a notification from an uh, InstaTracker. Hey, Will, I don't think that this is the best restaurant for you. But don't worry, you can walk another 100 yards and there is a, a good restaurant for you. And this is the dish that is good for you. But let's assume that Will is uh, too lazy or too busy. No, I'm, I'm staying here. So say, okay, Will, not, not a problem. You are here, that's fine. The best dish for you is this one, okay? So something like that, that always when you are in the fork, you're making a decision. Even if you make a bad decision, and we always make bad decisions, we'll always try to correct you and make the best of that bad decision. I think that that's what people want. We want to make the decision, but then give me a guidance. Tell me, just notify me. Is it a good decision or a bad decision? Then tell me, okay, what is my alternative now? And what is my alternative later? So that's something that I really want to uh, pinpoint on. I love that. So smart. You're exactly right. I mean, talking to people 11 hours a day, that is what a lot of people want. The majority of people want. They want the decision. They want to have that that agency, but they still, they want guidance. They want help. They want support. Uh, they want direction. So how long do you think something like that will it take before it's available for, for the average person? I think that it will be available in the next few years. It's a, it's a matter of uh, combining everything together. And uh, I think that it's, uh, the key is to get as, man, as many input as possible for, about you, know, uh, know enough about you, and also uh, have uh, the integration of all the data points in order to give you the right uh, recommendation at the right time. But I think that it's, uh, the technology is here, just the assembly of all of that together, which... It's not easy. I, I know that because I'm doing, I'm in that business for almost 12 years. And I know that it's, uh, everything looks easy, but it's not. Yeah, well said. Something that you said earlier that I agree with wholeheartedly, obviously, is that the scientific literature, there's more uh, attention, more money, more research should be done and needs to be done around nutrition. And that's a passion of yours and you're changing that. But why do you think the reason is? Why do you think not enough attention is given to nutrition? Why do you think there has been a lack of attention historically? Yeah, I think that it's all about money. The pharmaceutical company would like all of us to take as many uh, drugs as possible. There is not a lot of lobby about eating more apple a day. It's not like, uh, not a lot of uh, organization will make a lot of money from that. So I think that it's a matter of uh, resources. And then when you don't have a resource, the lab need the resource to do the, the study. And if they don't have a resource, why should they do the study? They can do the study. So I think that it's a matter of resource and priority. And it just came to mind that your name is Gil. My name is Will. It, Gil and Will. I think we need to do this sort of Israeli like hip hop group or like dance group or something like that. It has a good ring to it. Yeah, I would love to. <laughs> <laughs> Gil, thanks so much for being on The Art of Being Well. I appreciate it. Oh, thank you so much, Will. It was a pleasure. Wow, I love that conversation, and I know you probably loved it just as much as I did. Inside Tracker is actually offering my listeners 25% off their entire store. So just go to insidetracker.com slash art of being well. Again, that's insidetracker.com slash art of being well. Change is an inside job as we learned today, my friends. 
So let's start inside. Thank you to my friends at Inside Tracker for that amazing offer for my listeners. That's it for today. Thanks again for hanging out with me. I would love to know what you think about the art of being well. If you have a chance, please rate and review the podcast here. And if you like what you're hearing, hit subscribe and pass it along to a friend. To see more, head to drwillcole.com slash podcast. I'll be back again next Thursday. And I hope you will too. Talk soon.